Today on the Scott Radley Show on 900 CHML. Saw this report, uh, saw some stories about it then, saw this report. Uh, CanMeds is an offshoot of the Royal College of Physicians and Surgeons of Canada. And this report came out a little while ago, but... Uh, as I read through this, and there's one line in particular that jumps out. It's a longer report. It's not just one or two lines, but one line jumps out and sounds like it may be the most insane thing that I've heard in a long, long time when we're talking about what do we want from our doctors. Here it is. A new model of CanMeds would seek to center values such as anti-oppression, anti-racism, and social justice rather than medical expertise. Those, according to the way this is written, would be the priorities and the thing with which we base our medical system around less than medical expertise. I, I don't even know, even though that's only one line, I don't even know where to go with that. Maybe my next guest will. Dr. Jason Perfetto is the Director of Family Medicine and the Chair of Clinical Skills and MD Admissions at McMaster University. He joins us now. Doctor, how are you today? I'm very good. How are you? Excellent. Happy New Year. Thank you for doing this. Um, you want to take a crack at this one? This this <laughs> truly sounds like it is bonkers. <laughs> yeah. So it's actually really interesting because um, I, I my my reaction to these sorts of headlines and suggestions is it was actually similar to yours. Um, I, I think unfortunately this is I, I actually believe this type of direction will already perpetuate the ongoing struggle we have in family medicine and primary care in Ontario and for the most part in Canada. So these sorts of values as the primary focus of medicine and medical expertise, um, I I think is poorly oriented. And if I dare say, I think it's probably as a result of political correctness and medical education. I I don't, and I think most people listening, and probably you, I don't have an issue with um, doctors being concerned about oppression or racism or poverty. I think those are all valid things that we should be concerned about in our society. And I don't want to poo-poo those as being having no value. I think poverty can have an impact on people's medical health, for sure. But I don't know that I would ever say that we want to put those ahead of medical expertise when we're talking about physicians. No, so what's happening here is that this is more of a political correctness in medical education and and medicine within Ontario and Canada. That's that's the primary issue. So by far and large, this this is the thing people have to understand. And I've actually had these debates quite a bit at different levels. So um, if if you are concerned about historically oppressed or historically underrepresented individuals, people, populations, as a doctor, what is the number one thing that you can do for them? What is the number one way in which you can service that population? I'll tell you right now. It's graduating as a competent doctor, actually going out into the field and being ready to practice. So that means being ready to practice, having, in my case, a family medicine office and seeing people on a regular basis. That is the absolute, by far, categorically best thing that you can do for what we would refer to as oppressed or historically underrepresented populations uh, in Ontario, by far. So these sort of orientations, rephrasing is political correctness. It is taking away from the core problem, which is graduating doctors that are going to work in the community and serve populations at large. 
as I said, when I introduced you, part of your job title is um, the director of uh, the chair of MD admissions at McMaster. So if somebody came along as a result of this document, which hasn't passed yet, it's still in discussion, but if somebody came along and said, all right, Dr. Perfetto, um, you now must uh, admit X number of people who are X, Y, whatever into the course, whether their marks are the best, whether they pass McMaster's stringent entrance policies, because I know how hard it is to get into Mac medical school, what would be the, I mean, it would seem maybe obvious, but what would be the downside to saying, you know, we're going to lower our marks a little bit to make sure that we can achieve more social justice. Yeah. So, so, uh, this, so what happens is this. At McMaster, we have three streams through which you can apply. One is the general applicant pool, which is all comers, all individuals that can apply. And then McMaster, as a university and as an institution, has agreed that there are two priority equity streams that they wish to employ. And, and those are the Indigenous equity stream and the Black equity stream. So we have a special stream for uh, individuals who are Indigenous and individuals who identify as Black, either Afro or Caribbean Black, that uh, now reside in Canada. So um, th- the thing is, though, in order to get through any of our streams, there are minimum requirements that you have to have. So you have to have certain marks. You have to have completed the MCAT, which is that standardized medical admissions test. And then there's uh, uh, an additional test that's on uh, situational judgment, right? So it's like like ethical decisions and that sort of thing. So there are still quite a bit of criteria. And the reason being is that although equity is important in at certain levels for sure, we want to ensure that individuals that enter the medical school are ready, are prepared. And, you know, not for anything, like we want all of our students to thrive and to do well and to be competent and prepared for what is a very robust academic program. So Um, The opposite, and you see this more in the States than you do in Canada, is affirmative action, where what happens is a lot of medical schools will try to match the entrance with the demographics of the population, and that's where you get individuals that are coming in that might not necessarily be prepared, and what ultimately happens is they, they, they may struggle in school if they don't have the academic requirements to support them. You know, I don't want to get into this. I got something I want to go to, but one of the things that always bothers me about the idea that somehow we have to lower standards to let certain people of certain groups in is that's implying that people in those groups are incapable of doing great things academically anyway. I That to me is a more of an issue of racism than simply saying, you know, we would like to have people... And there are great people out there and we're going to get them into the program. That's okay. Different point. I want to go to what you just said though, about the biggest impact you can make is to go to those communities that are underserviced. Is there any way that this can be resolved by saying, you know what, we will give you, because again, the MAC program, the, 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 situ, the system to get people into MAC, it's a very difficult thing to get into MAC medical school. Could you give bonus points somehow if someone were to vow, maybe even sign a contract saying, once I graduate, my intent and my vow is I am going to go and work for those particular groups? Okay, so a, a couple of issues. Um, just a point that's interesting is that McMaster Medical School Toronto, Queens, and Western have, and Ottawa, have acceptance rates 
that are more competitive than most Ivy League medical schools, including Harvard, Princeton, Yale, Columbia. So wow. our, our medical schools in Ontario are literally some of the hardest to get into statistically in the entire continent. So just a point of interest. Um, so one of the problems is, is uh, in, individuals who apply to medical school are very far from practice. So they are at a minimum five to six years, at a minimum, and you know, even upwards of eight, nine, ten years away from actually establishing a practice. So part of the challenge is with, you know, these are contracts for, we call them return to service in specific uh, areas that are underserved, um, is that it, it's difficult for people to commit that far in advance, number one. Number two is a lot of return to service, like when you do a two, three, four, five-year contract, People will go, they'll practice for however long, and then they'll return to their preferred area once the contract ends. And you can't make these contracts indefinite. Now, what I've always argued is that the best way to do it is to teach medical students in the most inclusive, holistic way possible, in that they appreciate all the diversity in our population, and not just the, the, the uber politically correct, but I'm talking about um, diversity in um, disability, how to take care of individuals that are in wheelchairs and they can't go into an exam bed, how to take care of individuals that can't communicate. For example, a, a person with Down syndrome that has li- limited communi- communication skill, etc. And then, and then there's a variety of other sort of uh, underrepresented and diverse uh, populations. When you teach in the most inclusive manner, then our graduates are much more able to go out into any community and serve various populations. And I have very good examples of that, but that's the best way to Mm. do it. So more inclusive and holistic for all medical students. Uh, Dr. Jason Perfetto, Director of Family Medicine, Chair of Clinical Skills and MD Admissions at McMaster. Always appreciate you taking time. Thanks for doing this. My pleasure. The Scott Radley Show. Weekday evenings from 6 to 8 on 900 CHML. The Scott Radley Show podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Scott Radley. Thanks again for listening, and do not forget to subscribe to this podcast. It is free. You will never miss an episode. And also, be sure you rate us and review us. Whatever you think of us, we'll take it. Thanks for listening.